Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Morning Glory, everyone. Uh, should be a good show today. Don't you love it when neighbours call in and uh, just to say, hi, y'all, and don't leave till 2 a.m.? Well... Okay. Now, today's all about the grand final qualifiers. Of course, Penrith and the Storm, Broncos and the Wars. Uh, movie of the week, we've got Silence of the Lambs, Webster, Morning Glory, uh, Jeopardy, City Morning Heralds, Andrew Webster. Hey, Webby, how you doing, mate? Hi, Matty. Uh, how are you? Uh, Drifter update. Wendon. <laughs> How's the book going? It's, oh, good. Flying. Uh, um, uh, two and a half thousand sales in four days. But that's not enough, uh, listeners, so keep buying them for Christmas. Keep going. Buy yourself one, buy yourself 10,000. Um, <laughs> someone similar, someone was spotted leaving the uh, casino at 2am this morning. Hey, Maestro, how are you, oh, mate? Wow, solid you are, Matty. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, very energetic, ready for Friday. We've only got a few shows left, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's sad. That's it, it is sad for you, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> ben Hogarth, hey Ben, how are you? I am good, mate. I'm good. I've had a great week. I uh, interview- interviewed Petro Sivanasiva oh. on Wednesday. Spent the day with the great man, and he is one of the all-time greatest blokes. Humble, with so many stories, and he's. His stats of 309 games, 45 tests for Australia, Thank, 33 origins. Thanks, Mida. Wow. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, they just don't build them like they used to. No. They what, don't. What a gentleman. Hey, going to need you to lift today, okay? Uh, me? Yeah. What, you, Mate, hey, you're our fearless leader, and hey. you've come in hey. croaky. I'm your leader. <laughs> I'm not fearless. <laughs> Bloke at a barn down in camp. Kempe. Oh, I'm feeling great. And Petro, one of the great blokes of all time. Thank you. When Thank I you, rolled Kempe. into the first time I ever walked into the Broncos training facilities, rattled, skinny, 70 kilos, hadn't played rugby league before, and I was so slight. There was so many just big humans, and Petro pulled me aside. Just was really nice to me. Made me feel comfortable, and I'll never forget that uh, entry into rugby league. There you go, mate. Uh, we went on our end of year trip in 1998 to the Melbourne Cup, uh, the night, and the Broncos were simultaneously on their end of year trip. And me and Joey went back to Alfie and Kevy's room, the four of us, at about 5 a.m. one morning. And I looked on the floor, and there was this massive human just asleep <laughs> on the floor. I went, "Who's that?" And it was Petro. <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but Petro is he is enormous. But he is tiny compared to his dad. Petro Senior, believe his dad was it, who, who still who still works up at Brisbane Airport. But um, he were, played rugby union for Redcliffe, and he he sh- casts a shadow over Petro. It's wow! Like wow. when you see That's the photos, big. he is a big man. It was like uh, Gordy's dad. Yeah. Gordon's dad was a huge man, mm. like you know, mm. big hands. I remember what Gordon's dad looked, watching his hands come. Imagine. That hand into a closed <laughs> fist and just, my God. Hey, Kempi, you're going to be on our uh, show tomorrow night. I am. guest. I am. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. They called me up and they said, look, we need you here for the Kemp Cup, Warriors vs. Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I can get in there. I mean, like you've got greats like Sam Burgess and then you've got the Beak sitting next to him talking rugby league. Mate, so I cannot wait. It. It'll, be, uh, it'll be great. Uh, boys, um, Webbo. Yeah. Tonight, 
Penrith versus Storm. Any male like any surprises as far as Luai, uh, the two Jeromes, Jerome Hughes, both no, expected also, to play. Yeah, I think they're both expected to play. Um, uh, Luai surprises me. I thought the Luai thing might have been a bit of a ruse. Yeah, I thought it might I, have been drug, so. but then they showed some footage on Nine News last night of him tackling full contact, and I thought, well, that looks like that shoulder's okay to me. You know, but you know the thing about that is what? you can you can do all of that in a controlled environment, mm. and you just don't know when it gets out there in a game of footy. Like for example, yep. Joe Manu heading into uh, was it the Storm or anyway one of the week of the finals against the Sharkies. And they said he'd run all week. With you know, the hammy, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. with the hammy. He'd yeah, run yeah. all week at high speeds. And, you know, we'd fatigued it. We fatigued it. But you just can't get that same match. No. Gotcha. And Because it, like, yeah. it's a dislocated shoulder. They're not yep. – they're tricky, aren't they? Mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah if, he gets through, if he gets through 80 minutes, it'll be can he, a miracle I, now. I can expect him getting a fair bit of traffic. I think Craig Bellamy even. I was saying – You know what I can't yeah. believe? Craig Bellamy just telegraphs everything now. Like, remember he used to be so – um, cautious in what he said in press conferences. Mm. Like yesterday, he's going, yeah, we'll be put, make, trying to make get him to make as many tackles as possible. So yeah, sort of. well, I, I think for Bell- Bellamy, I think he'd be quite happy that he's playing. Yeah, because right. I, I, I think it just gives, in his <clears throat> mind and the team, it gives them okay. If there's vulnerability somewhere, we'll just keep going to Jerome. And yeah. I guess when you're sitting there talking to the boys, you're like, we've got the biggest weapon in rugby league, Nelson Solomona, against a guy who you know we know Luai's tough, we know he's decent at defence, but. Even even if he let's say he does get through eighty minutes, can he get through eighty minutes as if he was completely injury free? You'd have mm. to have the most bulletproof mind yeah. ever to play the same as you would if you didn't have a shoulder that could potentially dislocate. Because a lot of people listening, it's it's basically what happens when you dislocate your shoulder. You rip all the muscles around it that mm. keep the shoulder in. Yep. So a bit of contact, and all of a sudden it's out just like that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's me, tough. I I tackled Adrian Morley once and felt like my body exploded. And I was laying on the ground, and what had happened? Honestly, I didn't know. Something's broke. Mm. I didn't know what it was, and what my nerves in my shoulder, uh, in my neck, had deteriorated so bad that my shoulder just dropped out of its socket. So I went, went and saw a specialist, and they give you this test. I must say, it's for a person that doesn't like needles. It was, it was hell. It was this blunt, like needle, with thick needle. They push through his skin into your neck and they press these electrodes to see oh. if, the, if the nerves are firing. And if oh the nerves are firing, you feel it. Right? <laughs> oh, no more. Anyway, he said, look, this is the problem. You've got a lot of nerve deterioration. He said, I don't think you'll ever play again because the shoulder, every time you tackle, you make the shoulder drop out of its socket. Now, you know, I'm typical footballer. I go, what would a specialist know? So rehab to come at first tackle straight oh. out of its socket. Yeah. You don't play. That, that, that is, as you said, Beak, that's the danger. Mm is that when you're doing a controlled environment, all of a sudden it's those little movements that are, you're not expecting. Mm. How, how is it now? Does well, it pop I out was, now? Or? It does. If I reach for some, over, I was supposed to get a uh, double shoulder reconstruction. Again, what is the specialist now? <laughs> so I, but if I overreach for something, it'll drop out. Yeah. Did you, have you done it too? Campy. Yeah, I, I did it uh, in my debut game. It popped out. So there's a difference. There's sublux. And you then did the, Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So there's sublux and then yeah. there's full dislocation. So sublux oh. is when it pops out and then pop it back gotcha, in. Yeah. I remember, yeah, they made a break, stuck my hand out in my debut, popped out, popped back in, and then, like, it hurts for a little bit, but you can get through subluxes. So you that, just, was, that was JT a lot. He subluxed. Yeah, and it, it's painful, too. super painful, but you just push through it and then you get a recall at the end of the year. Um, what is interesting is going to watch guys like Liam Martin and Scott Sorensen 
they're going to have to be hyper-aggressive. And interestingly, Liam Martin actually did a job on Nelson Solomona when Australia played the Kiwis. There was yeah, one right. bloke that shot at Nelson. It was Liam Martin. So I, it's, going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see. They're going to need a bodyguard. And mm. I wonder whether, will it overplay his hand? Will it make him you know, step into his game even more, Liam Martin or Scott Sorensen, whoever they put on each edge? It's, yeah. I cannot wait. What is also interesting, people are so keen on the Panthers – the odds haven't really changed that much since yeah. Luai's been put back in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, it's my, my question all the time, Vic. It's funny. Like talking to my young Blake Cooper, and he knows the storm better than, you know, certainly much better than me. And I, we were having a chat about the game. And I said, I don't really give him a chance. Mm. And he said, <clears throat> he said, I do. He said, I, get, I, I see him. He said, I actually think they can, they may win this wow. game. Wow. And I said, I said, how? And he said, I just know the players. He said, I know how Munster and Harry Grant get themselves up emotionally. Mm. He said Munster will be sky high mm. for this. He said this is exactly yeah, what he loves. They were sky yeah. high for the Roosters game, and it still didn't click. Still, it yeah. was, it's, it's, you, you saw in that Roosters game that Munster and Harry Grant were trying their asses off yep. to try and make something work. You know what? Amazing finish that game. Epic kick by Munster. But I tell you oh, what. Oh, yeah. They were off. Got, got out of there on the skin of their say, teeth. I will say they were still favourites in that game, though. Mm. Heading into this oh, game. Oh, yeah, 100%. genuine, like, no one yeah. gives them yeah. a chance. No, I, no I, can't, I can't remember a game, an important game, where Melbourne Storm have been such despised outsiders. Yes. Four seventy five. Four dollars seventy five is what they're paying. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. You, know uh, who, you know who I think the key player is? Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, oh, mate, absolutely. Just because he's, like, they yep. just... They need him to go mad. I totally agree. And that's the reason, like, um, I mean, Harry Grant will start. Uh, Garlic hasn't been named at 14. Like, Harry and Nelson have to start because the Storm have to start well. Like, if, you know, it's no use keeping Harry Grant on the bench or Nelson and put him on after 20 minutes. If all of a sudden after 20 minutes they're 14-nil down. And yeah. Penrith can do that. Mm. You know, what they need to do, they've got to put scoreboard pressure on Penrith. A lot of pressure on Penrith in this game. Get away to a lead early and then just make them panic. But it's, it's, I just feel that Nelson is so big and he's not, he's, he won't be as quick as, say, a Fisher Harris or Leota. They'll just, they'll, they'll just crush him with, a, with their speed. They've got, they've got the size and strength, but they've got the speed that I don't think yeah. Nelson has. That, that's, like Nelson is like, you know, he's, he's mm. a giant on the field, but mm. they're just going to. I reckon they'll run rings around them. Mm. Mate, they, that, that's the biggest challenge for Melbourne. Mel, Melbourne have got the talent in the spine to win this game, but the big challenge is winning the yardage battle. Yep. That, that's the biggest thing. And I watched uh, a couple of nights ago Leota and Fisher-Harris interviewed and talking about the uh, Nelson. Mate, they are just cold-blooded dudes. That, they like, they, are, they are just <clears throat> tough Guys. Like you go watch the Penrith Panthers doco, I think last year, and Fisher Harris is like he's a voiceover, but he's just talking it into you, and basically he said, you know, we want to inflict pain, and when we see a bit of flesh, we like to hit it. <laughs> and the words he was using, going, <laughs> "Wow, that's a what scary is, man." We're, and what, we're, what, we're what, watching. What signs, we're talking to signs of lambs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and do they like to eat? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> deliver with some the stick. <laughs> But when you when you talk like everyone talks about the size of Nelson, James Fisher Harris, his his chest is unbelievable. In preseason, we just went, oh my god! But like, think about this: like rugby league is is the toughest of the toughest. So you've got the elite, tough, big men in the country, Australia, New Zealand, you know, even the world, because you could argue the fitness of it is so hard. 
Leota and Fisher Harris have had the target on their back for three years yep. now, mm. and they have never been dominated. That yep. is nothing short of incredible. They yeah. they reckon Leota, like his work ethic at training, is unbelievable, mm. like freakish. The other bloke in this game too, Isaac Tunga. Like yeah, for me, massive in. he is. He's the, he's the next genuine superstar of the game. Absolutely. He, he, he's incredible. Yeah, talking about dedication, they tell me, like, no one works any harder than Isaac to the point no social media doesn't want any outside distraction. Love that. Just to uh, – absolutely. And, like, think about, think about – like, when we were coming through, it was almost like you had heaps of talent and you're a bit of a rogue – or you had no talent, but you yeah. worked really hard. The scary thing about these Panthers boys is they have all the talent and the best attitude in the competition. Yes. It's the, unbelievable. The, you know, that beat their footy heads. It's crazy. That, that's the great thing about them. Like, uh, talking to people who, who've worked with Penrith, so some assistant coaches over the years, and they said there was a period about 10 years ago at, at, at Penrith where the guys were – there's some good footballers, but they weren't footy heads. Mm. And to, you know, did you watch the, the Friday night game? Oh, no, I don't really watch the footy. Mm. No, I know. Yeah. It's almost like players are yeah. embarrassed to watch yeah. it. And where and they just cleaned them out. Mm. And all these guys that come through now, and you said they're footy heads. Yeah. Well, it's a great example because last night watching Paddy Carrigan on Fox League, they immediately threw to Adam Fennell Blake and saying how good he's going. Paddy immediately started pointing out all of the guys that are playing really well for the Warriors that aren't superstars saying how well they've gone. And I've yeah. gone... Mate, That's... you've got to be you've got to know rugby league to know this guy's playing well. Mm. It's very easy to go, Oh yeah, Adam's been great. And also he's like, you know, I've been a fan of Adam since he was at Manly. Like all of these little details that show he is yes. in touch with the game. They're students of the, the game. game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. It's what you've got to be. Mm. You've got to be a student of the game. If you want to be one of the best, you've got to know. You've got to know the game, you've got to know the game's history, you've got to know everything. Because, you know, it's too hard a game to actually it's too hard a game to have it as just purely a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, if you're just a cold, hard professional, right, and that's the way it is, and you don't really love the game, you, you just you won't make it. Well, you, you know, it's funny you say that because that's what I struggled with. I I was coming across from soccer, went into league, and when it got tough, and I needed to love the game, and obviously I've fallen in love with the game now. I didn't want to do it. Like yeah. I didn't want to play Q, Q Cup. I didn't want to go through the tough like the tough stuff in Q Cup where you're playing in front of ten people. Whereas if you love the game, yep. you're like I'd play for free down at the local local park. Yes. That's um, right. So well, that's so yeah. important. It, it's amazing when you when you watch local football, right? And you watch the local, and there's guys who are getting a hundred bucks a game, <laughs> and they're thirty six, thirty seven, still playing. And I'm just going, oh my god, you are that they are legitimately, seriously tough guys. Absolutely. It's like, what do you do for, in your spare time? Dig holes. I mean, it's <laughs> just, boys. Uh, does anyone give Melbourne a chance in this, Webby? <sighs> Slight, just because of those big name players you said. Yeah, look, it's whenever, because of the story. Whenever, whenever, well, Melbourne have been in eight of the last nine preliminary finals. Unbelievable! That is an incredible stat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they obviously know what to do with this time of year. I just think Mel, uh, Penrith are just too. Yeah. But you know, like Mel, like Penrith were. I think you told said it on this show once how how they would just how they can just drop into like touch football like play. Yep. But they but by necessity they're just a machine now. Yeah. They you are. know, and that's and that's that's pretty hard to stop. Yeah. I, I reckon the only reason I give Storm a chance is because Queensland do know how to shut the Penrith system down. And if I'm Bellamy, I'm leaning really heavily into Harry Grant and yes. Munster doing that. The problem is is that Hughes couldn't be more different from DCE. But that's probably the only way yeah. is using tactics that Queensland used against Cleary. But Penrith still favourites. We'll take a uh, break and uh, after the break, Webster.